Hey, hey, this is your host, Troy Smith. Thank you so much for taking the time to kick it with us today at the Nighty Lounge. We got a lot in store for you on today's show. But before we get started, do me a favor. Hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're hearing this on today. Now let's get to the show. Them boss. All that yeah, whole family so knew, over there. I knew them. So I remember the first day coming to the basketball court. I had on a red. Oh, dare, God. No, dress, no, red no. Red shirt. Uh, and it says dare. You know, uh, it's a friendly shirt. It's a, a, no. What was that? What did dare stand for? And something doing uh, something right. Officer Dave and everybody. Did, yeah. Something drug. Something. It was yeah. something about. Oh, like, my. You had on the red. Oh, God. I had it on. And I remember uh, Roger came to me and said, hey, dude, you slobbing. <laughs> oh, like, God. I mean, and you know me, like I'm from Alcoa, so I was a little bit more proper. I was like, "What is that? <laughs> what is slobbing?" It's like you're sl- slobbing, and it's like you can't wear red here, bro. And yeah. I'm like, "Why can't I? It's my favorite color." Yeah, you like that beat, don't you? Yeah, right. Alright, alright, welcome to the Night Lounge I'm your host, Troy Smith I'm here with my guy Coach Sean Green Bean Green What's going on? What's going on? There he is, there he is Now we got the plot and everything <laughs> got, the, got, it, got it going, man Alright, let me stop there it now Alright, jeez Now when it go on the back end of getting edited by my post guy It'll sound very clear When we, uh yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? When it's actually on the actual podcast platforms and all that. But I'm hoping that this thing is actually uh live green because uh I I I'm hoping that it's actually live, man. I hope so. Cause thank you saying preparing. I don't know what that means. I don't know if it's it's there or not, but it doesn't matter. Who knows? We're rocking anyway. We're rocking anyway. But man, thank you so much for coming on tonight, lounging, relaxing on our virtual comfy couch, you know. And the, the, the pandemic couch. Yeah, the pandemic, the virtual, but it's clean though. We sanitize it, we keep it clean. <laughs> we got we got it washed off. We got you know a lot of stuff going on with that. But man, you got you got a lot going on, man. I'm so I'm so grateful to know you. Inspiring me, bro. Like you're inspiring yeah. me, man. Like likewise, likewise. Look at the logo in be- behind him, right? Look, he trying to act like you look. He got a logo on his head. <laughs> he got the logo <laughs> behind him. A little bit, and the logo is. Yeah, you gotta learn how to advertise, man. Look, and, the, and the logo is an African American guy. <laughs> now, it's supposed to be me. It's supposed to be you, but but you it's know how people say that you don't want to put that type of stuff out there because you want nobody to thank you this or thank you that or you might lose business. But that hasn't been your issue, man. No, I don't, I don't worry about that, man. I don't worry about that at all. Um, for me, I got. I, you know, I ain't. I ain't you know, a saint, but like I, I believe what God has for you, nobody can take it. So, you know, it it is what it is. Absolutely, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping this thing is out there, man, because uh, I want people to see your face, and hey, we might lose business off of that. And, and the, you know, and it's and it's like it's playing games, man. But it's not a big deal. But the fact is, what's most important is I want to make sure you was on here to share your story. Of course, everyone knows. I mean. You think somebody, you don't realize how how big somebody actually is until you really get to talk to them. And, baby boy, you actually big time, man. You're important. I don't know about all that, but. What do you mean you don't know about all that? I'm, I'm looking I'm right decent. at you. I'm decent. I'm decent. You, I mean, look, so you're down there in Knoxville keeping it going. 
You know, no one, you know, when someone would tell you, you need to leave, or shoot, I was one of the guys telling my man, are you really, are you really doing it in Knoxville, man? You know, are people really paying attention to you? And you're like, dude, I want to make it here. Tell us about, tell us about why you wanted to continue to be a business owner in your hometown, which, as we know, you know, as the saying uh, says, you know, you get more credit outside from the house, you know, when you leave. Uh, first, it's just like you, you think about this area, like, just think about just sports wise, it's, it's a football slash baseball area. So that was already a complication uh, going into it and me knowing that. But it was it was major for me to just be here because my family's here. You know, mm-hmm. my wife, my kids, uh, my wife is established here with her career. She's a CPA. Uh, you know, everything is here. And for me, I just feel like sometimes just going against the grain is is kind of like my my thing. So now, you said you're booing up a CPA, though? Yeah, man. She a CPA? Yeah, you got a smart lady with that's you? My, I, that's the brains of the family, bro. That's the brains. But just, the brains. But you stand. But not only that, though. So you already know we got to talk about the in, the you in the interracial relationship. You're not just yeah. you know you you in the interracial relationship in the days come. How was that, though? How was that going for you guys? Uh, I mean, really, I don't have any issues, man. Because like, I, I don't have. A white wife who doesn't understand stuff. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she understands what's going on. She understands the importance of certain things, uh, and she she understands how to support me. So I, there's no difficulty in that. And then you know, like the the, the biggest thing that I feel like made it simple is, you know, her side of the family always accepted me from day one. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like you sure you want to be with this guy or who are you bringing home. It was just like, what's up? You love my daughter? Great. Yeah, that's that's what's <laughs> up. That's what it was, and it's still that way, man. You know, and it's even more major because, you know, my parents have passed away, and, you know, her her parents don't treat me like I'm a son-in-law. They just treat me like I'm one of their own, so. Got it. Um, it's easy. It's I mean, you know, you got to think about it. It's, it's people who have who have different views, but, like, for me, I, I just feel like if you're not in my circle or my bubble, I don't worry about you. You don't worry about it at all. They ain't got really got time for all that. We, we keep it moving. Me and uh, we, Ebony and Ivory. We moving it. Literally, Ebony and Ivory. Like straight up. I know, right? Start, right. Straight up she bar soap. Where's she, 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 she at? Get her to put her in the camera, man. Just she tell her. Just tell she. She's she's not she not Troy. Troy. Not look, not look. She don't even know me she's at well, but she know enough. I'm not the guy to put on yeah. speakerphone. That's all exactly. it is. <laughs> but look, let me tell you a little bit about Sean Green, man. So Sean and I went to middle school with each other. In Beard Middle School. We used to be in a rap group together called Fatalist. He got and he always got people coming in the door. So y'all, y'all excuse the CEO, man. He big time. Then so we used to actually rap every morning in the technical lo- in the tech lab down there. This one you uh, had to used to dub tapes by pressing pause and play together. We had the real we had the real mixtapes. Yeah, had a real mixtapes putting it together. It was having, actual tape. Yeah, actual tape rapping in there every every morning. Get it in doing talent shows together. So we know we go back a little ways, and then seeing him. Then we went to we went to high school, went to our separate high schools. You went to Fulton. Now, mm-hmm. now Sean always played basketball, but dog, why in the world do you you basketball superstars are just as good in football too, though? You like um, Iverson and, and LeBron, man. Like for me, I just started playing football, and that's crazy. I started playing football in high school because I didn't want to do the basketball. Hold on, hold on, you had just started playing football in high school. You didn't play yeah. when you was little. I mean, like I played like a season and a half, and then I was like, I don't play basketball. Like that was it. 
But like really, I didn't. Really it could have went playing. anywhere you wanted to in football. That's what's crazy about it. You guys that played football or basketball. See, Knoxville not basketball town though. Nope. So. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. even though y'all had them hoop dreams, y'all could have went in. You know, you and I think my boy Alton could have went to places too, but he played basketball. Yeah. Focused on that, uh, could have went anywhere you wanted, but basketball was your thing. But do I watch the highlight takes from your football stuff? And you was a beast. Hey, you playing quarterback and receiver, posted, right? Yeah, some people, somebody has posted like some of our games on like YouTube. I don't know where it came from. Some of the YouTube like game, I'll I'll have to send you the link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of Fulton games, and some we played against West, I think too. So, so you but play? I don't know who so you play? I don't want to see myself on it because I don't want to see me get done in because that's when y'all had Santana on there, uh, playing, uh, <laughs> and Santana used to freaking kick, take kickoffs back like it was nothing. Uh, yeah. Then you had a couple other guys. You had Jeffrey Mitchell on there playing at the time. You had. Yeah, I had some players out there. Play. Yeah, Fred Smith, my my sophomore year, played it. Made me look real bad, man. He shook me up on on Friday Night Lights. That was bad. It's tough. Uh, it was tough. But either way, but but seeing that, so you actually playing basketball, doing your thing, stay, you know. Then you actually go play basketball in college, and then you hurt your knee. Well, the knee injury was more in adulthood. Oh, it was not that one. I'm yeah. talking about. Did, did you? So tell me about your college name then. Oh, the college thing was all me. Like, I blew that. You blew it. You blew <laughs> so it. That, I, I blew it bad. I oh, blew it you, you blew, I blew it bad? Opportunity. Oh. oh so, my first year of college, I went to Mars Hill on a scholarship uh, to play there. And I was redshirted, not because of, like, grades or whatever. It was my ACT. Like, I was the worst time-taking Test person ever, you know what I mean? Like it, it bothered me. Like I would sweat, I would stare at questions. Yeah, you had anxiety straight up. Yeah, it was bad, and I didn't realize it until like getting older. Um, so I was redshirted, but I got there, and I, and I think you know back when you're young, you don't really understand depression, especially back then. It, it wasn't a lot of, it wasn't a lot of education on like mental health. Yeah. So like I was going through something because I left the area where I was well known. I was taken care of. Then I got somewhere where they kind of like told me fibs and fabs and I didn't get everything they were saying. Mm-hmm. So I'm going through knowing I'm not playing that year because I'm redshirted and I didn't know how to deal with that. Mm. Yeah. Did, uh, so and when you I were normally getting hand and foot, you know, as a, a superstar one time. Right. And then you go somewhere uh, and you find out like you nobody yet. Facts. So. So then, like, you know, I just kind of stopped going to classes. Not kind of stopped. You just didn't go. (laughs) And then I I ended up losing my scholarship, then going to ETSU where I was going to walk on. Didn't learn my lesson there. Then met my wife, had a family, then went back to college, graduated, and then that's out of that. So I was really, really big on wanting to coach at first, but then I got into player development. But I really wanted to get into the basketball scene because I love the game. But, two, I wanted to be able to talk to kids about you know, being able to take advantage of opportunities. You know what I mean? Mm. So, like, not not getting them and then wasting them because that's what I did. And I really want to make sure kids understood that, like, hey, I know you hear a lot of people talking to you and it's going in one ear or the other, but sometimes you got to kind of grab some of those words and, and put them to use. Um, so, and, and that's bad around this area. You get a lot of kids from Knoxville to go to college and they coming back home. Do we? But it's, that's, I think that's anywhere because, dude, there's so many people – I learned that I had to go away and actually stay away to actually be who I need to be today. Because if I would have went back home, I went, I've seen it. I've seen the story so many times where we see someone that has so much potential, 
do good things, go go away for school, like down the street, no matter where they go, Nashville, whoever. Especially if you go to school close to the house, Carson Newman or something, it's not gonna it's like you still being at right. the house. Right. And then they end up being like, Oh, what happened to so and so? Oh yeah, he back at the house doing nothing. Exactly. And I know that had to play on your uh, mind too though. It did. Luckily for me, I came home and I got to work and I started working. Uh still played ball, men's leagues and stuff like that, but uh, the biggest thing was just having family support. Because my mom, like, she graduated with her master's and was, you know, before she passed away, she was in law school again before she got sick. Uh, you know, having a wife who was already in a career uh, with her master's degree and then having kids, I was just like, you know, I want my kids to see me walk the stage. Like, I don't, I don't want to give up on that. Uh, and that was the biggest thing, I think, that, that pushed me to continue to get better. And, you know, it was a lot of support in the house for my wife, too. Um, now, your wife ball too, though, didn't she? she she's yeah, a hooper. She, she thought she could hoop. I just look, she yeah, said yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, she could hoop. We, we met out actually playing pickleball. She was like the only white girl out hooping with black dudes and talking trash, too. Uh, oh, so y'all was literally like, like that movie. Uh, what's that movie? I don't mean like hooping with, like, the Carltons. I mean... Hooping like with the Quans the and yeah, the, yeah, all that stuff. After after you know, breaking it in, like, but see, what yeah. movie was that? They had the white girl playing ball and the guy and the dude and the uh, man. I can't remember what it was. But either way, either. but she but she was down. Is what you're saying? Yeah, that's the fact that she said, "Boy, stop! Let me know." She down. Yeah. She got some flavor in there, you know. But I'll give it. I, I got this. This two two types. Like you got a Becky and a Beckonesia. Beckonesia. Her wife is not a white girl who acts black. Uh, okay, she's not. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I got you. She's definitely, but she just, she just, she just understands everything. You know what I mean? Right, right. So the good thing is, is that um, seeing, but we we reconnected though because she's working with my mom's, working with the yeah. bird. Cause she said, yeah, yeah you, that's how that's how that's how bird, that's how small the world is though, man. Yeah, and it's crazy because like she was just like, Yeah, you think you know my son. And I was like, not even thinking about it really. And she was just like, Troy Smith. I was like, What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, then, and then like, oh, stop the Yeah, Mama Lou. Hey boy, she smack both of us doing that. But Mama know, Lou, right? exactly. Y'all, <laughs> y'all working yeah. together, y'all cool. <laughs> and next thing you know, and I'm like, man, that's my guy. We used to rap together. And then yeah, but so seeing all this happen, so seeing your story though, like your literally literally the transition, man, that's deep. So that's why I'm so happy and proud of it because I've seen when well, I've seen when we was talking, you had that face like, man, I gotta, I'm gonna do it though, man. I got something in plan. I got plans in place, man. I'm gonna get it though, man. But man, it's rough. And to right. see you go to this where you are now, Priority One Athletics, the top place where people are getting trained for basketball. You follow what I'm saying? The top yeah. place where people coming in doing their thing, loving the fact that they got Sean Green on their team. Training them, training athletes, professional athletes, man, getting that. But dude, no one they don't see the grind though. They just see the they see that part where it's like the struggle. I mean, they see the they see the part where it's actually you done made it, but they don't see the struggle though. Uh, and and that's and that's the part that people have to understand. Like when you when you're creating or when you're, I guess, being an entrepreneur or just anything, there's always a process. Uh, and that's why I tell a lot of my athletes like you got to go through some ugly times. You're going to go through some times where you're not sure, where you're not confident, uh, but you got to be willing to be patient and fight through those times. Um, 
it was it was a lot of frustrating starting this up front because you got to think about it before I didn't have a facility. Yeah, um, tell us about I that was, when you said you was because you started out working out at the uh, outside. Yes, outside. So you got to think about it. Everything is good when the weather's good, but when the weather's bad, like I can't eat, I can't get money, right? Yeah. So then I was bouncing from court to court. Different gyms would allow me or wouldn't allow me. So I, like you know, I had a membership at National Fitness, and they would say, "No, you can't train here and charge people." Even if they didn't offer that at all, like so, I had to figure out something. Then Central Baptist Church out here that allowed me to use some time there. So, like, you know, it, it worked out where I was able to still train even in the winter time because I had a gym that gave me a couple hours. But for the most part, like, it, it was very difficult trying to grow. Uh, then eventually got a place uh, to where I was subleasing from somebody and uh, was there for like four and a half years, and then. Uh, now just recently our first week opened just got my own spot here uh, where it's just mine and I, I call the shots in the whole entire building take us to Alcoa man oh man take us to Alcoa man so let's start from Alcoa right now where it's like the little green the little the little green take us from Alcoa all from the ville to the, this part right here so so okay so Alcoa was I would say that was that's where I learned to love basketball because my uncle was like a legend around that area. A guy named Kelvin Richardson, and they called him K. Rich. Mm-hmm. So anywhere you would go in Blunt County now, people knew his name, people knew his game. And if, you know, I would say that was my uncle, then it was almost like free lunch. It was a cool thing. To say. Like, yeah, hey, man, like, give, him, give him whatever he needs. That was my <laughs> uncle, like, because that's how good he was. Yeah. Um, but, you know, eventually, you know, my mom made moves. Uh, where she worked in Knoxville and she got tired of commuting. So we ended up moving to Knoxville. But first we moved on the east side and I went to Sarah Moore Green. Uh, once going there, like I never really got into fights or anything in school because like, like Alcoa and Knoxville is very different. Back uh, totally. Like, is, 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 is it still different? Very family oriented. Yeah. Like I didn't know about anything. So I moved out here. Like I'm in fifth grade, bro. And you on, and not only that, you on the, you on the east side. (laughs) Yeah, I had a kid in my class ask me if I was still a virgin in fifth fifth grade. grade, Yeah, hey, hey, that's normal. Like, like, dude, you you ain't you ain't getting it. You ain't getting it at eleven. Come on, man. Yeah, I'm thinking like I just learned to tie my shoes like six years ago, bro. Like, what am I supposed to be doing? That's a different life, man. Yeah, so it was it was just different, you know. Moved back to Alcoa because my mom was not happy with the school system and being at you know Sarah Moore Green, and I got in some fights, but I'd never been in fights before. Um, moved back in my seventh grade year because, of course, I was a knucklehead, got in trouble, and then that's when I came to Bearden. That's mm, when I met y'all. Seventh grade, so um, you were just so there. That was the making of Fatalist right there. You guys were waiting for me to come. We waiting. We had to get the third block. Until I got the crazy thing was, my mom had bought a um, bought a house in the Ville while I was still living in Alcoa. So I would come to the Ville on the weekends to come see my parents because we stayed with my grandmother in Alcoa mm. and then came back on the weekends to to stay with my parents. So, like low key, I already knew like Alton. I knew Roger and. Mm. And this is all, the, all them boss, all that yeah, whole so family knew, over there. I knew them. So I remember the first day coming to the basketball court, I had on a red. Oh, God. No, dress, no, red no. shirt. Uh, and it says dare. You know, uh, it's a friendly shirt. It's a, a, <laughs> no. What was that? What did dare stand for? And something doing uh, something right. Officer Dave and everybody. 
Yeah. Something drug, something. It was yeah. something about oh, my drug. You had on the red. Oh, God. I had it on. And I remember uh, Roger came to me and said, hey, dude, you slobbing. <laughs> oh, like, God. <laughs> I mean, and you know me, like, I'm from Alcoa, so I was a little bit more proper. I was like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> what is slobbing? <laughs> It's like you're slobbing, and it's like you can't wear red here, bro. And yeah. I'm like, why can't I? It's my favorite color. Look, like, so, like. so right here, stop right there, stop right. I gotta, I gotta jump into this part right here. So, so we got the situation going on with the pandemic, right? And right. you got people just not wanting to wear their mask, right? And as your your wife might be able to relate, when you try to tell folks they're not used to telling them what they can't do, this is my, you're infringing on my rights. You can't do that, right? Hey, 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 this is your host, Troy Smith. I hope you're enjoying the episodes thus far. I want you to do me a favor, though. Head over to NaughtyLounge.com, N-O-T-I-L-O-U-N-G-E.com. Scroll to the bottom, hit that connect button. Let's make sure you and I are connected. Let's make sure we can keep this thing going. Tell a friend, tell a family member. Come and join us on our virtual comfy couch at the Naughty Lounge. Now let's get back to the show. It's not the fact that you can't do it. You do have freedom. But if you right. want to continue to live, you want to go and probably want to take that shirt off. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Right. So that's the same thing with the mask. Like, I'm so you, I'm accustomed to, you're not infringing on my, you know, I can be that person to say you're infringing on my rights, or I can be that person to say, you know what, I'm going to just obey a little bit so I can stay around. Right. I'm going to go ahead and take this, I'm going to put my mask on. But for me, you got to think about for your mask, either you can catch COVID or you won't get served somewhere and they'll make you go somewhere. Yeah. So, I mean, switch, but well, that over to the sh- switch that over to the shirt. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. To the shirt. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Shirt off. I don't want to. It's my favorite. If you don't, this is going to happen. Yeah, that's exactly. I, I heard, I was like, <laughs> I'll wear a black shirt tomorrow. <laughs> and that's, what, that's what I mean. So when I'm saying that, when you're from the project or from the hood in itself, you just learn if you want to negotiate to live or do things and just be able to see another day, you just go ahead and comply. You gotta do what you got to do. Just gotta do, what you you gotta do. So that's, yeah. how I look, that's how I look at the mask thing. You know, right. and then when you're not used to being told what you can and can't do, or you want to just negotiate, you just learn to just let me just do this just to make it work. I had I had to retire my favorite shirt. Yeah, yeah, you better take it off. So, and I'm gonna tell you this: you tell black, you tell two black dudes, or tell somebody from the projects, ask somebody from the project what their favorite color is. I guarantee it won't be blue or red. Uh-uh. I, they will not say anything with no blue. Or no, depending on what side. If you're on the east uh-uh. side, they not wearing blue, so that's not your favorite right. color. If you're on the on the west side, you're not wearing red. So you know what? Those no two colors I just don't wear. Yeah, we I don't even wear it to. Like, I don't even wear it to this green. day. I don't even wear it to this day. You know I, what I'm I saying? Man, I don't care. I got red. We, on my logo. we grow. We, like, we grown now, but I'm just saying it's just so ingrained in me. Where I won't. Gray, yeah. I won't wear it. I won't wear like yeah. a full red outfit to me. I'm yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Exactly. Go ahead though. So you out there with Roger? Them they told you, man, you can't wear so that. I, so I, I learned not to wear it, uh, but. After I had to move out here, like that's that's when I ran into you and Marsh. Yeah, and two goofs. I kind of felt two different I dudes. Felt good around <laughs> Roger and Reggie because they kind of was like my protectors and let me know what's happening. Which is uh, which is so weird. They the smallest dudes in the projects or in the hood in, in general. But everybody knew they families. So that's that's what I, that's exactly. It's a thing about if you want to deal with families, and I hope they hear this too. If you if you want to deal with families. Or you want to deal with that person because you know if you fight the one person, you got to deal with everybody right. else. So you just learn how to just navigate to say, you know what, uh, y'all do y'all. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so they, they took care of me and kind of, you know, and plus I could play basketball, so that made me cool. Uh, but when I met you and Marshall, that kind of made me feel more like at home. Yeah, relax. Like, <laughs> I, I was myself. Like, you can be white, you can be black, you can be whatever. Just be, just be yourself, yeah. man. You good? <laughs> I, I, was, I was just a regular black dude. I ain't have yeah. to be like men's society black dude. Yeah, I yeah. Be a regular black dude around. Now. <laughs> so, so, so it was cool. Yeah. I was like, uh, y'all cool? You like, yeah. And I'm like, all right, guys. Good I, man. How's it going, bro? Good to see you. <laughs> but yeah, it's okay. So you got to the field doing your thing, hooping. But I, I think living in that environment helped me with a lot. Um, helped me to be tougher in, in my athletics. Helped me to, you know, be aware of my surroundings. Because, uh, you know, even now, like I could be in the suburbs. We go outside, it's pitch dark. I'm looking on both sides of the door when I'm walking No out. matter what it is. No you better what, keep your head on the swivel, dog. You got to keep yeah, it on the swivel. Always. Like, you can see it before it happens. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? And, and I just look and I watch. You ever and, seen um, Sherlock Holmes? Yes. I'm you know sure. how he go through his head and play it all out first? Yeah. That's exactly. We could do that, like, <laughs> play it all out if I go that way. Exactly. Just, go, yeah. Or even, even Denzel on the uh, uh, equalizer. Yeah, absolutely. Equalizer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> play it out before it even Same start. Way. Same way. But but all that, too, uh, helped me to be tough not only in just, you know, my activities, but in, in life itself. Because uh, everything has it. I can't say I've had a super rough life. Mm-hmm. But everything hasn't been easy. Yeah, uh, and a lot of those times, I would say that it hasn't been easy because I made it hard for myself. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's hard to deal with your own your own struggles that have been created by yourself because you you can't really be in a pity party because you did it. Right, you know what I mean? Yeah, straight so, up. But which go to hence college. You went to college. You right. find out that you you know you're not that guy yet. Yeah, and then that turned into I'm not that guy. Now I'm kind of freaking messed up in the head about it. I got anxiety when I take tests. If I now in the projects in the hood, you know, if you was had any issues about anything, you get clowned anyway. So you learn how to mask a lot of stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's why kids now are like some are soft. Like, oh no, not not some. A lot, and then they don't know how to deal with pressure issues. You're right. Like kids now, like. You got to think, we used to go to school, we would learn what to wear and not to wear because you'll get roasted. Literally. I'm talking about roasted, like, aggressively. And roasted, like, by the, roasted by the poorest guy. This guy. Yes. <laughs> you like, and then, and, and then <laughs> even that, you be the poorest guy coming with hoes, they're going to talk about what your mama ain't making. Exactly. What your All that. Work, everything. Everything. What your house look like. What yeah. your house smell like. So it was like, and we all in the projects together. You, yeah, you in the projects together, but they clowning you, and we live next door to each other. You know, right. come on, and man. And then, like, for me, like, <laughs> it was different because I was an outsider anyway. Yeah. And I didn't live, like, in, in the, like, yeah. project housing. We lived in a house, but still, like, I didn't understand a lot of the stuff. So I had to learn it quick. So yeah. I went through a lot of just getting blowed on, like, yeah. all the day, all day, every day. Yeah. Like, I was yeah. being joned on a lot. Like, <laughs> wearing my shirt tucked in. Hey, yeah. dude, you a nerd. Yeah, yeah. But you now you as you as you older (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) as you go as you older you know stuff that you wish you'd like dude call me a nerd I'm cool with that matter of fact you work for me you know what I'm saying you're a dork I'm fine I'm fine that's good appreciate it man (laughs) but when you younger though and all that pressure around you like man I don't want to be cool I don't want to study I don't want to do no work 
I would have a bad grade just to sh- just to fit in. You know <laughs> yeah, I mean? Exactly. Like, so that's the backwards thing about it. That's bad. But you know, but going to the point that helped you out as a business person. So what like Naughty Lounge is all about. It stands for not overthinking it. That's what Naughty Lounge stands for. Not overthinking yeah. it. You may not know what it was. You thought, what is this a flick or something? What is this a <laughs> what is a weird? T- t- I know Troy. Yeah, I know Troy ain't gonna do nothing crazy. Yeah, but do it. That's what it stands for. Not overthinking it. So it's already it's a podcast where we actually tell you know have entrepreneurs like yourself on. They inspire just like most moto. It's like nothing different. I'm most moto all day. It yeah. just it just inspire people to be better. And it's already it's either an entrepreneur now. Or aspire to be one And encourage them Not to overthink their ideas Because the good thing About what you've done Is that you just learned That I can't overthink And I just gotta go for it I'm not gonna do it at all It's gonna bother right. me If I don't do it So right. you go do it you, you, You're training people At the basketball court You're training folks You know your wife Might make more than you At one time Or doing what she was doing But you're like I can't let that Overpower my thought process You still kicking my butt But that's life Who cares Look you got a building I don't care. And that's just <laughs> that's my paycheck, my paycheck too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So exactly. So when it come down to get, when it come down to it, all the dreams come to fruition if you actually stay focused on doing it. It's a mindset thing. It's yeah. a mindset thing. So when I seen you actually yeah. get your building, go ahead. But even with that, she had to go through the same thing herself. Though. But like, I, she well, was tell a partner me. in a CPA firm for years, and then finally this past December, she's going out on her own. And like she, she had a uh, had to build the nerve and trust in herself to go. That was his life. Yeah, killing. Like I, I sometimes just look at transactions she make and be like, I'm gonna be like you. And I'm gonna be like you. <laughs> look, it's all good. And, 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 and the crazy thing is, it's like I do well with this. I do well. I'm comfortable. Yeah. Like I've generated way more than I ever thought I would. I just put it that way. I ain't gonna put numbers out, but just say. Well, but why not? Shoot, put her out there. Be going with it. Shoot, it's, it's, it's clock six weeks. <laughs> nice, but like, nice. She, she's like sometimes I'll be like, oh, I brought this in today, babe. She's like, ah, I got one transaction transaction to equal all that. Yeah, no, so oh that's God. that's you know what you learn. You know about being this 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 is a good thing. I'm glad you brought it up because you learn as you get older. You got to be comfortable in your own skin as a business owner right. or even in work because if you're always looking to see what someone else has more than you. It's always gonna be somebody else to make more than you. At okay. time, as we can see, Bezo, or, you know, you know, I think it's a guy that done passed him up now. Or no, no, not no. I think he's still the richest one. But the fact is, is that at one time, you know, if you if you always worried about, man, I wish I had that. You don't know what they went through to get it. And then when you think you're doing it, somebody else come behind you and say, "Well, what you made last month? Twenty two thousand. Okay, cool. Well, I did one hundred and fifty dollars. No thousand. You know what I'm in saying? Two <laughs> in two days. So in you start learning real quick. You got to be comfortable in your own set, your own skin, right. you yourself in general, right. or you're going to be disappointed all the time. And that's and that's what I love. Like in our household, we're a team. You know what I mean? Like she she makes great money. I make good money. But it's never like she's like, hey, I call the shots that I make it. I, she still lets me be the man in the house. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And you got some can't do that you know what i mean and, and then the thing about it is it's like i'm i'm fine like at the end of the day our lights are on that's what you know still you look look good, and that's an- <laughs> that's another thing you learn too from being from where we're from you start learning the, the simple thing you remember when it probably was like where you just want to make sure the light stayed on you know uh where you can where you can deal with stuff where you can deal you know because and, and it's different for me and her because we grew up in two two different different areas like she's she's growing up with her dad being successful he was an eye doctor, so they had everything they needed. 
So, so let's let's talk about that, man. Talk about it. Oh, I mean, God, yeah, but well, hey, she came. But I'm just she saying. So she gonna come? Like, Dang man, let it come no, on, Miss Green. Come on she ain't now. Fooling, she ain't fooling with the camera at all. No, but but look, she don't have to be. I mean, what well, the thing is that because everyone wants in this time. Besides that, the time about the interracial thing is one thing. You can be in love and all that, but then also when you come from oh different your, your different classes and race backgrounds. The, 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 the traditional the thing. thing about that though. What's that? Like you, I, I, you can deal with a lot of people in different classes and they act different. Like her family is so down to earth, bro. Mm-hmm. Like so down to earth. Like her daddy, if you looked at him, you wouldn't think he was worth what he was worth. And well, typically you start learning too. Have you not noticed that the older, the more money you make, the more you're not really caring about. I mean, you probably wear the same workout outfits with your logo on it all the time. Yeah. And like it's 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 so cool to see. Number one, her dad is kind of like my 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 that is my scale right there. How I want to be like yeah. how he manages everything, how he's smart with everything, and then just how cool and relaxed he is. Like at the end of the day, I'm gonna I'm be a dad. I'm gonna be a a dark skinned Bob Walker. <laughs> but see, look, but so, but so but the stereotype is you got the black guy that may not have everything together. Then you got the white family and the white girl that got the stuff, the stereotype, right? Yeah. How was how did that play on you though mentally of saying, oh, you know, coming in the door, like what they gonna think of me, or guess who's coming to dinner? Um, you, even though you said they didn't they didn't bother them though, but No, I never really cared though. Like it was just like first of all, I met her, she was already graduated with her master's in accounting already, and I came home from failing my second year of college, which I didn't have any clue why she wanted me anyways. Mm. I guess I was super cute. Was super funny. Just cold. That got my foot in the door. <laughs> uh, so, um, I mean, like, it was, and it's not like, you know how you got some families from the hood who don't know any better and never been around things. And it's not no exposure. Just, no like, exposure. How you brought up. But it's a different because my mother was educated. My mom's worked with people who got millions of dollars. and I've been around people like that. So it wasn't like I, we didn't know how to interact because I'm like, you too rich for me to speak to you or I'm too poor to speak. And it wasn't like we were just like dirt poor. We did fine. Like we were a middle-class family in, mm-hmm. in the hood. Mm-hmm. But like none of that mattered. It never played a part. Like we just, it's like when we, when we got together, we were just together and that was mm-hmm. it. So it, I, I can't say like I had that. Cause you I, ever I had that experience so, of where it's like, even when it's black on black or white on white relationships, you got different classes. Sometimes like some parents would be like, I don't think he's good enough for you. Yeah. Yeah. I never had that problem at all. It was just like, is this him? He loves you. Mm-hmm. He cares about you. Let's rock. But they and had to see, but they had to see some type of vision in you though. They had to see priority one athletics before, you know, in you to know that. Okay. Cause mamas and daddies do know, especially they in their life. Right. For me, I just, I, I think it was, it all played a part in how it was when she was pregnant with our son. Um, uh, she went through a tough time because my wife got laid off from her job because she was pregnant during tax season, which mm. I could have punched that company in their face. The company, not just I'm one not, person. Yeah, I'm not going to name it. I'm not going <laughs> to name it. I don't even remember the company's name anyway. But I, I, I punched that company in the face if I could. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And uh, so at that point, like, you know, I just, we just kind of, we, we got together and I was just like, we're going to make it through it. Whatever I need to do, we'll do it. Mm. And I just think at that point, 
they saw that I was willing to be there for their daughter. That's nice. That's good. That's so, good. I, I think that played a part. Can I, can we say that's correct? Yeah. That definitely <laughs> played a part. Uh, but then on the other, on the other hand, too, though, she had to get, you know, approval from mama, too. Like, yeah. And it's crazy because here it is. She grown. I'm still living at the house. No car. Oh, man. Look, just straight up. College, no. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, what did she see in this guy? Making seven fifty an hour. Uh. And she got a career. And I remember, like, my mom made her come in the house and talk to her. Like, what you want with my son? Like, here it is. You got this. What you want she with my questioned, son? She questioned her to make sure you know what, what she getting in. She knows yeah, what you like, getting into. <laughs> not even that. She wanted to make sure. Like, I don't want you to get hurt. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what it is. Or this. But the crazy thing was crazy to me. Mm. She had to talk with us. Then she left because she dropped me off. You know, mm. I had a curse. <laughs> 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 she dropped me off. And my mom, I was like, Ma, why are you doing all that? And this is the thing. She said, I'm asking all these questions because I actually like her. Uh-oh. My mom never said that about anybody. I had a girlfriend before her, like five years. She couldn't stand her. Uh. Like high school and summer college. She couldn't uh. stand her. Couldn't stand her. Like, and anybody that I met in there, I was like, you like her mom? She was like, I don't know them. Oh, that's no, that means you don't minutes, like her. Bro. Yeah. In 30 minutes, she was like, I like her. So I remember the next time that we came, she came and picked me up because, you know, I ain't had no whip. <laughs> She came and picked me up. We went somewhere, and I was like, I guess I'm supposed to marry you. She was like, why? I said, because my mom said she liked you, and she don't say that about nobody. Uh, here we are. There you are. Look, so I got two things before you head out of here. So number one, Ben, tell me how the mindset went to when you like you got your own spot. You know, it's one thing. I mean, to, to be a boss, though, it's one thing to say you want to do certain things and not, know, not count the cost. But it's another thing when you understand it's a mindset behind it to actually do it. <laughs> And and, a, yeah. and actually retain it, you know what I'm saying? So, so for me, number one, the first thought was, "Oh crap, my overhead is going up higher." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I think, and, and this is what I say, and, and, and I think when you upgrade or you try to move to do bigger things, it should scare you and give you some sort of doubt. Yeah. Now, I don't mean like doubt is and you you think you can't do it. Yeah. But it's a doubt that is like Are you sure? Or not going. Yeah, are you sure? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was the first thing. And you know, my wife and me went and kind of looked for um places for me to be. Found one that was kind of a lower amount and I was like I can do that. And we found the one I'm in now was more, but it was suitable for what I'm doing plus it would accommodate my parents who need to wait for their kids. Front area is air conditioned, mm. lights and Got a TV and stuff here they can watch and all this other stuff. And after we came and saw it, I was like, yeah, you're right, baby. But I was like, but dang that overhead. Mm-hmm. But now we're in here. Like the whole thought about it is like, this is mine. Like, mm-hmm. It's mine. I can do whatever I want. If I want to do, you know, birthday parties or if I want my family to come here and we have a little get together in here and I can do it. You know, it's mine. Like, mm-hmm. And just... You know, having the confidence to know that I can maintain this is, is major for me. You know what I mean? Because like like I said, that doubt was up front, but I think any 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 growth should scare you, but I think it shouldn't scare you to not try. Uh but so here we are. And, and like I said, if I gotta throw on a clown suit and go dance and do some extra party stuff uh-huh. to keep the doors open here, I do it if I have to. You'd be you know a clown I mean? on the pole, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That boy be a clown on the pole, like hey. 
if, if that's what I got to do to keep the doors open, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to do it because this is mine and I'm responsible for it. You know Nashawn, did the pandemic scare you, man? It did at first, but yeah. we went we went to quick quick switching. So like, as soon as we had to shut down everything, I went to like online Zone class. Mm. And I got a lot of clients that are very faithful and, and trusting in what I decided to do, and they stayed on. And, you know, I had a little dip in profit, but it wasn't bad at all. Like, mm. considering the fact that I'm online now, they're not in person with me, and you're not getting that same feeling of being in the gym with me, but still online, I was correcting and doing things how I needed to. Uh, it was five days we were shut down, and then me and my wife got together. She she does a great job of helping me get my schedule and stuff together. We got that going, got it put on to where they can start booking online, and then we just hit the ground running. And that's, 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 that's just adjusting it. Just yeah, had yeah. that pandemic. Plus, I have an employee that works in trains too, so I got I'm trying to keep him paid so he doesn't leave. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, I was determined to make sure he got hours and that I'm still giving him money, so he's not gonna feel like he wants to leave and go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I still got to make sure I'm making money to pay for everything that I need to pay for that priority one uses or needs. You know what I'm saying? And plus, whatever my household needs. So. That's that quarterback in you, though, dog. You called an audible on him real quick. I did. It was a quick audible. Oklahoma, good, you know. I had, a good, I had a good teammate that was ready to switch that with me. Yeah, that's a good, yeah, about, that's yeah. good thing about having a teammate that's a former athlete herself. She knows you got to keep that thing going, you know. Oh, yeah. She's a champ, man. She, she, don't, she don't think I give her credit, man. But I give her a lot of credit. Yeah, she's yeah. Champ. Hey, I'm she's telling you, she's definitely uh, easy to like when you meet her in person for sure. I didn't know her. You know, when I seen her on the picture, I thought, okay, you got on, you know, the snow bunny. That's all good. <laughs> But when you meet her in person, though, the girl is a winner, though, dog. Like it's that. Like I like her a lot. I only met her for thirty. I think it's that thirty minute sweet spot. Yeah, you know, she, she got a thirty minute is. thing about it. I, I don't think she knows how much of a winner she is. Though. Yeah, she yeah, yeah, get yeah. She gets all. She gets. She gets a plug. Credit and then she thinks I'm just giving her credit because we're married. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah get, her, you the husband, I give her right? Credit because I really believe like that's what she is. Yeah. So my last. So then let's talk about the fact that you still got these. You got do. You don't went up to the point where you got professional athletes. Working with you on the internet, how is that, man? Where you you're the guy that decided and determined to stay in Knoxville, and then you so, built that up. So my professional player that I train still consistently is Admiral Stoltfield that plays for the Washington Wizards. Of course, he played for University of Tennessee. So he uh, he he's different. Uh, like he's so different. He's like by any means necessary. So he was already they were quarantined too, and he was stuck in his apartment uh, in in downtown DC. And he automatically he's like, I don't want to get stiff. So what can we do? I seen the video. This dude going. dribbling in an apartment. Like, I hope the neighbors ain't pissed off. And now, then was, they, his neighbors were cool because they all know what he does for a living. Oh, and then it and wasn't like he, like, but then yeah, like he had a full, but they like he had full space. This dude up there dribbling through his legs and the TV right there, and you know yeah, he man. getting it in. But he he's one of those guys where he wants to stay on top of things. He wants to stay stay improving. He wants to continue to be the best he can be in his craft so he can stay in it for as long as he needs to stay in it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. you know, NBA is a monster business. What I'm learning, you can't produce, you're out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or you're bouncing from team to team making these low contracts. So he's trying to be consistent and be somewhere where he's needed and where he's wanted. Um, so but I mean, but you, know, cool. you said a key he's thing. One of those dudes is like, online, I ain't doing it. I ain't, yeah. I ain't, I ain't, I'm a professional. I don't do that stuff. Like, he was like, let's get it. And but even you... now, like, they're in the bubble in Orlando. Uh-huh. Like he'll still hit me up and say, "Hey, I'm in the in the apartment room. You want to hit a quick little ball?" Hey, 
Hey, dope, but dude, guess what? Seth one day he in the ballroom doing his thing, and then LeBron walk in. You gonna be on and popping? Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, LeBron, dude, say hey, what you doing? Bro? Oh, I'm on here with my coach. Let me see him. LeBron said, I need to give him a chance. It's a wrap, dude. You going? You going Hollywood, man? Hey, I, I'll go Hollywood with LeBron. Or I'll go Hollywood with one of my high schoolers here. It don't matter who it is. I'm going hard for all of them. And but that's so let's let's so the last thing would be yes, you will be going Hollywood because you got some stars yourself though. Talking about two kids? Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about your kids, bro. I'm talking about your, look, don't don't be trying to look down. Oh, yeah, my kids. Yeah, they all right. No, no, no. We we seen the videos, bro. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I seen the videos. I I I, I keep calling. I mean, every time I see your son, I think of carrot top. So, but I mean, he got, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm talking about well, he got his hair. But yeah, the fact is, him being a beast, and I, you know, and I want to give him credit because he is cold. But we gotta go to the little girl though, <laughs> you know, the, the daughter though, bro. Because it's, it's always like that. Is it always like that? Because the boy, he cold, man. He, he, he's cold in a guy's world. Yeah, in the guys, yeah. Thing. He gets attention, but like, oh, but when you got a, but when you got a daughter that's bad though, when you got a daughter, that's a different ball game. Different is I got a daughter who's only twelve. Yeah, who competes with high school girls? Who competes with boys? Yeah. Who doesn't play like a girl at it's all? At all, in not this area. She ain't she's doing. She's not doing one hand, you know, all the way down the court, then take it over to the next hand. No, she going uh, like she's shifting, she's rocking, and so that's why she gets a lot of attention. And like sometimes, like I feel like my son may not say it, but I know sometimes it may be frustrating. Yeah, it'd be understand? frustrating to me. <laughs> but the crazy thing is, he's cold. Like he can hoop. Yeah, like he's I'm. He's in here working out with – I got another guy who's played for UT, Jordan Bowden, who's from here in Knoxville, and he's getting ready to be in the draft. He's in here playing with them and balling with them yesterday, mm-hmm. like going at it. And I'm going to continue to remind him, like, you a dog. Like, mm-hmm. remember that. Like, don't settle. You're a dog. But, but we're going to have to go cash your sister check right quick, if you don't mind doing <laughs> it right quick. <laughs> we're going to have to go cash your sister check right because she's got a check from Adidas. And, so it's like, you know, you know. <laughs> You know, <laughs> cause I'm a bad dude. So the fact that you told me last year when she said when you said she was 11, I didn't believe you. I still didn't believe, when I seen her in person. I said she's not 11. You know, she's yeah. not 11. He's like, no, no, dude, she's 11 years old competing against people in the 12th grade, doing them in. Yeah, that's that's so where her, it was kind of scary. Size, her skill, uh, no one ever believes. Like anytime that I see people, I'm like, how old you think she is? They're like, uh, sophomore, junior. I'm like, nah, bro, she's going to the seventh grade. <laughs> like, that's what I get a lot of. Well, man. She's got, she's got a lot of my family genes, like the, the size and strength and stuff. That's from my family. So nothing comes from the wifey is what you're saying. Because I'm, I'm taller than all her family. <laughs> the wifey got the brains over there, huh? That's what it is. Right, she got the athleticism. She could hoop, too. I so see, I, yeah. All the size and stuff she got from, from my side. Yeah, I can look at that. Well, look, man, before we head, I tell them. Right quick, priority one, athletics, man. You know, if you even out of the country, out of the state now, even out of the country, you can train Definitely. folks. You can train folks, man. Tell them. So, yes, priority one, athletics. We're here in Knoxville, Tennessee. That's priority in one. The number do not spell out one. Athletics, that is our name on Instagram, on Facebook. You can find us. Our, our webpage is just priorityoneathletics.com. Um, we train all levels, and it's all skill development. Uh, we do have people. The furthest I've had somebody travel, somebody flew in from Singapore to train with me. Uh, wow. You know, that's that's a 25-hour flight, which was I was very humble. But you can travel in from anywhere. We have hotels around you can stay in. Uh, you can train. We'll take anybody who walks in. I don't care if it's your first time dribbling a ball. You get paid to play. We got you. 
Man, look, so be sure to make sure you go. I mean, he's right there behind him. If you look at the video, it's right there behind him. You got it right there on it. You got it on his head, all, all over the place. Facts. Everywhere. Uh, and, and, man, I'm so proud of you, though, Shine. I, I really am, man. for you, man. Like, you need to tell your story. That you. Well, they can go get you, the book, The Mindset of Successful you, you, Thinking, and you go get that book. Facts. There you go. You bossed up. You bossed up. <laughs> but, man, Shine. You made me want to boss up. Hey, but you, do you understand when you, when I see, I got two guys, two homeboys of mine that got buildings. You and my boy Dre, my mentor Dre, and you. And when I seen that, I was like, man, it's time for me to go and get my. I don't even care if I do anything in it. I just want to have it. You know, I can do like you said. I can do whatever I want, and I just I can go put a desk in the middle of the floor, and that's it. It's Max, mine. Let's get it. You know what I'm saying? So it. you inspire me to do that. To even think about it even more, man. That's why I said, man, I gotta get my boy Green on the on the podcast, man. So remember, wherever you guys are, to subscribe to you know wherever you listen to it on the podcast or the later you know later edited version. Or right now live, just make sure that you subscribe to that channel so you can hear the podcast anytime, the night lounge. And thanks so much, Sean. Remember the true outcome of having a mindset of successful thinking is having an unwavering expectation of successful achieving a predetermined goal, knowing that the outcome was supposed to happen. It was supposed to happen. Sean Green's story and what he's doing was supposed to happen. It was predetermined years ago when we was at the, at the at the job with him working with my mama. Working with my working with my mom at the at the uh with I can't say the client's name, but working at his house, yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, doing that, man. So it's good to see. And look, remember the two most important currencies in life are time and relationships. Time, you got to invest wisely. Relationships, you got to, you know, no, no. Time, you got to invest wisely because you can't get it back. Relationships, get your place and money came by. All right. Yeah. We, we holler at you. All right, love, bro. Hey, before you head out, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Do me a favor. Be sure to hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're hearing the show on today. Until next time. I'll see you at the Naughty Lounge.